Welcome to Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Mary Ann Pack, spiritual guide into all things life transformational. And today we have a special guest, Dina Otrin. Thank you, Dina, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I am so glad you're here. This is going to be such a good conversation. And Dina's website is anempoweredlife.net. So Dina, we're just going to jump right in and tell us who Dina Otring is and what good you bring into the world. Thank you. Um, my name is Dina Otrin. I'm a transformational life coach and a professional licensed counselor. I have been in the mental health field for 21 years and in private practice for 19 years. And I am also the creator of an empoweredlife.net. Very nice. So um, as a transitional life coach, and tell tell us a little bit how that works within your business. How how do you serve clients? Just an overview. Sure. So when working with clients, and of course the two are a little bit different, but they also meld really well together. So what I am finding is very often I'm doing a lot of life coaching services with my clients, really focusing on where they are now in their life coming up with uh, brainstorming strategies and goals and helping them to, you know, guide them to taking those steps to make some changes in their lives. And that is a lot of the um, life coaching skills that are happening. More of the counseling skills are kind of looking back, like where are things originating from? So that's a huge difference between counseling and life coaching as life coaching is in the present and how to move forward. Counseling looks back and also how to move forward. I think those, yeah, those would meld pretty well together. They do. They absolutely do. And I love the life coaching portion of what I do because I'm I love focusing on, plus I'm more of a cognitive behavioral therapist. So it's more about the cognitions and the behaviors connection, which certainly is so much about um, what we think and our actions and how we can start moving forward. Yeah, I'm sure you have, that gives you a lot of tools to work with, to give them to even practice the practical part of it moving forward. Yeah. So our topic today is a beginner's journey through your chakras. I love talking about chakras. Those are one of my favorite topics. So tell us what the chakras are. Okay. Chakras are subtle energy centers within your body. And certainly as we go along in our discussion, I'll talk about exactly where they're located and, you know, give information about each chakra, but they are these subtle energy points in our body where this energy flows through. And sometimes they have some weaknesses. Sometimes they have some blocks. Sometimes they're not aligned. So it's really about doing some focused work to help um, certainly support and balance and activate each chakra. You know, chakras originate from like 1500 through 500 BC in India. And one amazing thing is yoga has always been associated from the beginning with chakras. And some of my chakra work, I love chakra work also. 
And chakra work is also found in Reiki. So for instance, I am a Reiki three certified practitioner, and I'm also a yoga 200 hour certified practitioner. So I have been working with chakras for many, many years, and I love this work. And that's why I'm so excited to talk about it today. How exciting. So what kind of made you, what was that initial thing that got you started thinking I want to work with chakras. I want this to be part of my life and then eventually part of my business. Finding an amazing Reiki master Mm -hmm. where I got on the table. I was the one receiving the services and found that Reiki and really working on some chakra work with this individual was life-changing. So it was... Um, releasing. It was um, something that really empowered me and and impacted my life in such a positive way that I decided I need to, I need to become Reiki certified. And I started uh, doing energy groups with her and learning so much about chakras. Um, So this is many years ago. And I love bringing this forth with clients. Even now, I love bringing those holistic options into individual sessions and groups that I run and courses that I offer. So it's just a very exciting topic because I personally have experienced the transformation of it. And again, you know, it just, I, I am such a proponent of, of making sure that you're coaching Mm -hmm. because when you ask, that's when the teacher comes when you're, you know, the little saying that talks about when the student is ready, the teacher arrives or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we are not meant to live this life as lone wolves out there on the raw and ragged edge. We are meant to work in communion with other people who are further down the path than we are. Uh, we need guidance. We're on this quest for more from life, more joy, more love, more, more of everything. Yes. More fulfillment. We are all in transformation. No matter what you do as your career, we are all in transformation. And it is so beneficial to really take the time for everyone to work on themselves in whatever ways helps healing and growth. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I, I feel like we come in with the intention, you know, the basis of our life is freedom. We have the freedom to do and think and be. And the purpose is joy. We're to experience as much joy as possible. And the, and, and the, the end result is growth. We are always evolving. We are always transforming. We are always growing. You can't stop the growth. So to work closely with a coach, a mentor, someone who can trans help you in your transformational journey. So I love Dina that you are here, that you are talking about transformation because that is right where we need to be. That's where we all are. So absolutely. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so how do you include the chakra work with your clients? Um, or, or explain to us a little bit about 
about the chakras, you know, what they do, what, what in the world purpose are they? And how in the world did they even find them? Hmm. <laughs> because we're certainly bodies of energy. And so yeah. energy is constantly moving in our bodies. So um, talk to us a little bit about chakras because I love, love, love this topic. Okay. And I can start talking about each of the chakras and then um, maybe give an example with some as it seems appropriate to discuss how I might work with someone. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, great. So certainly uh, we are going to be focusing on seven chakras and those are our seven main chakras. So our first chakra is our root chakra, which is located at our pelvis. And our root chakra is where it's supporting our entire foundation of our physical body. So it's supporting our hips and our legs and our knees and our feet. But it's also the chakra that connects us to the earth. It connects us to each other. It connects us to our ancestry lines. It is also the chakra that focuses on your time of, you know, being here from conception to age six. So it's very interesting when we think of root. So this is an example of where um, root chakra could come up in a conversation with someone. Is say, for instance, their conception was not planned. It was a, you know, it was a kind of like, oops. Yes. Or it, was it planned and totally, you know, all figured out? So that brings different energy to your birth. Really true. So starting with that conception of what that looks like begins that energy of you. And then certainly through age six, our experiences, our messages, you know, how our family is like all of that begins in the root chakra. So some people may already start to feel that they grew up maybe in a certain household where they were told you have to be seen, not heard. And I think many people can relate to that topic. Well, that begins very young and people have probably heard that before the age of six. So again, that is where like that component could begin in the root chakra. So the root chakra is, you know, one, because it holds so much of our foundation and so much of our conception and coming into this world in the first six years, it is the most common chakra to experience blockages or weaknesses. And that is where it is so important to really balance the chakra and support it every day. And the best thing that we can do is a, a daily grounding meditation, that daily grounding in a yoga pose for the root chakra. And a balanced root chakra is going to present that someone is well-grounded that someone is motivated and feels safe and secure because the mantra of the root chakra is I am safe. Because in those beginning years is about our safety, our security, our basic needs. 
So it also looks at, you know, that someone is stable in good health, has strength and is in control of their lives. That's what a balanced root chakra looks like. And to help balance that, even if there was messaging or experiences that weren't so great in those early years that have transcended through adult life. And this is why, you know, chakra work is important is because it just doesn't stay at age six and never show up again. And we'll talk about how the chakras are interconnected and one can affect many. Yes, 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 yes. So one way we can help support ourselves as an adult is that daily meditation and grounding for the root chakra. I love this. I love this. <laughs> keep going, keep it's, going. I love it too. Um, our second chakra is our sacral chakra, and that is located in our abdomen. This is where happiness, passion, creativity, joy, our pleasure center is all governed in this chakra. And you may have also heard the term our inner child. We all have an inner child. So the inner child is located here at the sacral chakra. And this chakra also has an age kind of time frame. So it's age seven through 14 is our sacral chakra. And certainly again, there's a lot that happens from our, from ages seven to 14. Not only now are we hearing messages and experiences within our own family unit in our home, we are now hearing messages and experiences in school, in neighborhoods, in friendships. There's you know, so much development happening within ourselves during those years, extremely formative years where here the limiting beliefs can begin through messaging that we have heard, that we keep hearing experiences that made us feel not so good, that made us start to self-doubt ourselves and doubt our worth or importance in life. You know, so much happens and here's where that root chakra already can connect or build upon in that sacral chakra. Because if I was already hearing not so good messages and then I hear more compounding messages, mm -hmm. you know, there's work to be done. Yes, I can relate to that. And so for instance, a balanced sacral chakra. As someone shows understanding and respects personal boundaries, they can experience pleasure and accept change and really have a stronger emotional balance mm. and they can express creativity and form more deep personal intimate relationships and that is not just partnerships those are also friendships mm. and are more maybe motivated to pursue passions and a great way to balance your sacral chakra is believe it or not is dancing moving your hips, moving that energy where certainly, you know, you know, you're moving your hips and your waist and you're moving that energy. So dance is a wonderful way to really move that flow of energy and activate that chakra. Certainly other ways, tapping into your inner child and what are things that you enjoyed and loved doing when you were a kid? 
And there are so many times when I'll see adults, especially women. And they're like, I don't even know what I like to do because they've just been raising kids. They've been, you know, working parents, like they've put themselves on the back burner. So this is where I bring it into my work is saying, well, let's think back to like, when you were a kid, what things did you really enjoy? And then they can come up with a whole list of things. And it's like, well, let's focus on something that maybe you can bring back into your life, but in a different way. Maybe when you were a kid, you loved going to dance class, but there's not a lot of option as an adult. So how about you turn the music on in your house and as you're cooking in the kitchen, you're dancing around. How do we make those daily tasks things that we can still tap into a little bit of fun? Or even just get creative again. Yeah, I would definitely, I'm definitely one of those. I I struggle to remember what is fun. Well, coming up with something that's fun, it's like, ah, because when I was a little kid, you know, I was such a tomboy. I was climbing trees. I was playing with bugs and frogs and turtles and, you know, out in nature. And so, you know, those were some of my, and the thing is my, the, my best friend that I met was when I was, was, I was nine and she was eight. And we've been best friends for 53 years now. So um, it's, uh, that's definitely, like you said, a formative time. Yes. Um, Yeah. You know, so, and we've kept in connection, even though we've always lived, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles apart, you know, we just, when we pick up the phone and actually get to visit, we just pick up where we left off, you know? Yeah. It's a, that's a gift. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I agree there. Absolutely. And I myself have, you know, wonderful friends that I've had, you know, um, elementary school, middle school, high school, and it's, and it's really great to have those people who know your history. Yes. You know, that's amazing. Yep. All the shenanigans you got up to. Because <laughs> <laughs> you did it together. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's what I'm saying, that history and those memories, you know, it's great. And, you know, some people um, certainly may not have developed those, but they may find those connections in college when they're older. And it, it doesn't matter when you find them. It's just that you have the ability to do so. That's the important piece. So our third chakra is our solar plexus, and that is in the trunk of our body that is between our rib cage and our abdomen. And you know what? One thing I did not mention with the other ones that I'll just go back to really quick is their color. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. So the root color is red Mm -hmm. and the sacral chakra is orange. Mm -hmm. Solar plexus is yellow. So you're going to start seeing a theme here. We are going to be talking about the colors of the rainbow. Yes. And by amber. Yes. My yellow. And yes. My, my carnelian. <laughs> yes. My sacral. Absolutely. So our solar plexus is the largest energy center that we have, and it represents our personal power. Mm-hmm. It controls our energy as it's related to willpower goals, determination, motivation, and it is governed by ambition and action. So this is our space of action and willpower. This is also a space of where someone has their self-worth. 
So when someone feels that they are capable of, they're more likely to go into action to do things because there's confidence. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that's why this chakra is really important. And this is one that we really want to, you know, always support and continue to work on because it is about our action and moving forward. And a balanced solar plexus really translates into feelings of inner peace, confidence, self-worth, and self-control. And one great way to balance this chakra, and actually there's two great ways for this chakra is when you need to release pent up energy, really firmly, loudly saying RAM, R-A-M, RAM. And literally I've had practice where we've done this in energy groups where we take pool noodles. So, because nobody's going to get hurt or anything. And we might hit a couch and go RAM. (laughs) When you're like angry or frustrated or need a release of some energy, like that sound, RAM is specific for the solar, for the solar plexus. And another great way is Kundalini yoga. It is specific Mm -hmm. for the solar plexus chakra. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. Nice. I, I did attend a Kundalini yoga class and it was just a really cool experience. So, and heart chakra is our fourth chakra. Yes. And it is the energy in which we feel compassion and joy and love, not only for others, but ourselves. And so one thing that comes up a lot, again, I see it a lot with women is they can have love for their family their children, their significant other, and they don't have a lot of self-love. Yes, absolutely. So that is a huge piece of the heart chakra is really working on um, enhancing that self-love. And certainly the way to enhance self-love absolutely every day is Mm self-care, is bringing something to yourself, tuning inward, and acknowledging what you need. You may need to rest. You may need to, you may feel like I would love to take a bath and just relax. That is self-care. It may be, oh, I would love to spend today just, you know, reading a book with a cup of tea. That is self-care. It may be, I would really love to get outside and walk. That is self-care. Self-care could be anything that when you tune into your body and your body and your intuition really feels like, wow, I I really need this, or I would love this today. If you honor that, that is really helping to propel self-love. And there was a really interesting study that the more that people gave themselves self-care, they also started to really enhance their own self-compassion. And that means how they talk to themselves. Yes. Being kind to themselves, you know, uh, really trying to have more positive inner dialogue to themselves and really starting to embrace the I mantras to support themselves and empower themselves every day and throughout the day as they need it. 
So believe it or not, self-love is something we have to work on every day, you know, and we're in transformation with that too. We may start not, you know, not, not feeling really strong about it, but the more that we focus on self-care and self-compassion and being kind to ourselves and seeing our strengths and our successes that we've already had, the more we're able to tap into all these good things about us, the more we can develop that and embrace and build and expand our self-love. Yes. It's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I think so many of us women, and I'm sure you see this in your practice uh, with clients that, yeah, we've just been so programmed to put ourselves on the back burner mm-hmm. because we're nurturers. We're, we're those givers. We, um, we give more than we allow ourselves to receive. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness, to ask for a break or ask for help or that's sometimes so difficult for us or just things that we want. I mean, I know this, you know, for myself, just asking for something simple that just would be pleasurable, you know, got to launch or whatever it happens to be. It's so hard for me to do that because I'm just not used to taking care of myself. I'm not used to giving myself permission to put myself at the forefront of caring for my needs. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can definitely see that this would be a, a huge part of your practice, I would think, I don't know. Well, it is because it presents itself a lot. So um, I have uh, kids in high school and I have adults actually working on self-care and self-love vision boards. Mm. So the self-care vision board, what that is, is to really help them identify specific things that they can do to show themselves self-care every day. So I've had even teenage girls put candles, music, Mm. um, like things that they do enjoy, they'll put on their vision board. And what that is, is it's, it's your reminder of all your options. And I love that. And then the self-love vision board is about quotes. It's about maybe take putting pictures of times that you were really happy in your life, mm-hmm. you know, putting quotes that are really impactful to you in some way, putting people that bring love into your life, mm-hmm. you know, all about self-love. And the other piece with the heart chakra that is also really important to note is that an imbalanced heart chakra has difficulty with independence. They may be more codependent emotionally on someone for that happiness and that love and that validation. Mm -hmm. So that's another piece with more of a balanced heart chakra is someone has a better flow and balance between independence and dependence. Mm -hmm. Because very often we're in a relationship that is kind of um, opposites attract. Sure. Yin and yang. One person has other skills that I don't have so much and vice versa. So I'm a little bit more dependent on those skills, but I'm able to be independent in other ways. And that's like that flow. And so that's a great that piece. Introvert, extrovert. I mean, in my, in our situation, you know, Randy's much more extroverted than I am. I'm much more introverted. Just, 
you know, so he can go out there and do it. And I just kind of toddle around. <laughs> so he, he doesn't meet a stranger and, and uh, I have a little bit more trouble with that. You know, once I get warmed up, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And, and what is the color of the heart chakra then? Green. 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 They also have a pink sometimes too, don't they? Yes. Um, well, pink is actually a color to really also activate the heart chakra. So that's why pink is highlighted. So for instance, um, having pink crystalline, pink jewelry, um, things like that, wearing pink mm -hmm. is another color to help activate the heart chakra. Yes, the, the stone that I keep for the heart chakra is a, is a, like usually like a green tourmaline and a rose quartz. Yeah. So I have both, <laughs> I have both with me. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And a tip to balance the heart chakra <clears throat> is being open with your emotions. So when we say that, <clears throat> that means being able to be open in a positive way that is going to be productive. Say if I want to share something with someone, mm -hmm. I want it to be a calm conversation. I want it to be something that um, I feel heard. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to feel heard. Yes. And if someone has trouble voicing their emotions, writing them down is another great option. Mm. Writing them down for a letter. I'll even have people write down, like jot down bullet point things that they want to talk about so they don't forget. Mm -hmm. So you can do a combination of writing some things down and expressing your emotions. And also practice the art of acceptance. Being in a place of thankfulness and acceptance and gratitude. You cannot be in those places and be negative at the same time. Very true. Very true. So it just by default puts us in a positive place. Absolutely. So really trying to um, practice more acceptance. And that is acceptance of what I can and cannot change. Mm -hmm. Gratitude of and gratefulness of what I have and who I have and thankfulness of things in my life. So those are all important pieces for the heart chakra. Yes, and I am such a big proponent of journaling. So you touched right on a subject I love also because mm -hmm. there's such an importance, just not, not only just expressing what you're wanting to get out, but writing. Don't just mm -hmm. always sit at the computer and write hand journal. I am very a big proponent of handwriting because that mind connection, yeah. um, when you're, especially when you're writing things that you're appreciating, uh, the, like the, my, in my journal of positive aspects that I offer on my mm -hmm. website, and it just helps your brain, you're rewiring that brain to actually mm -hmm. think more along those lines. Right. You know, so you're more susceptible to be grateful, to find positive aspects, to appreciate things, to be thankful. 
Yep. So you're, you're training your brain to actually think forward for you along with that energy. That's that your, your intention. And you're also trying to change habits. Yes. You know, because a lot of that has formed habits that don't really work in our benefit. Absolutely. So yes, the heart chakra is a great one because, you know, there's so much focus on self-love and that is something that I see so many people really need support with and they really need guidance with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you had already touched on about speaking. Mm -hmm. So the next chakra happens to be the throat chakra and it is blue. And it is located in your throat. It literally is about speaking. Mm-hmm. And it's the ability to express yourself. And it is the energy of true, con- a true expression and integrity and honesty and openness. And one picture that I, I use um, to kind of talk about the throat chakra with people is an image of a microphone, kind of you're on a stage and there's a whole audience out in front of you and you're on the spotlight. And I talk about this, this picture because even if you're truly not getting on a stage, sometimes speaking your truth feels like everybody's watching or I'm in the spotlight. Yes, yes. And sometimes speaking your truth is about wanting to go bigger with your message. So it is about like being on a stage or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, having the spotlight on you. But I just thought that was important and interesting because, you know, I talk about it with teenagers who are very fearful of doing presentations in school. Sure. And with adults who um, are nervous about having to, you know, give boardroom presentations is how to kind of be able to have these little tips and skills to be able to be a little bit more comfortable. It's not going to be perfect and that's going to take time. And again, it all takes practice, but being able to at least tap into, you know, your throat chakra to be able to speak is really important. Yes, absolutely. Because when they're off balanced, I know about that. Because I, by my not being able to speak up for myself for Mm -hmm. so many years growing up in the way I was raised and, and the limiting beliefs that, that I was Mm -hmm. fed to the point of, well, this is just the way we believe. So, um, Mm -hmm. I created thyroid disease. Ah, and that is one of the organs that is origin with your throat chakra. Absolutely. I mean, at 22, um, I had to have thyroid surgery. And then when I had my second baby after that, I had Graves disease because I still could not bring myself to being able to communicate my needs, my desires, what I wanted, um, what I thought about things, my opinion, because of how I was trained. You were not to speak up. Mm -hmm. And so I created that. Um, and the other diseases of my body, but, um, that I had as a young person and now don't. So, um, with mindset transformation and help from the nutritional world, Mm -hmm. so it's, uh, you know, just balancing these 
and and learning how to that again you know that safety yes and then yeah communicate how they interchange how they connect with one another and one thing that I wanted to share that's um, you talking just definitely made me think about this too, is with all of our chakras, specifically with those limiting beliefs, things, the messaging that we heard, mm-hmm. we engaged in those behaviors because they provided something for us at that time. Yes. Maybe they provided safety. Maybe they provided calmness and peace in the house. Maybe they provided the absence of any aggression or assaultiveness. You know, they served a purpose at the time. And I want people to really kind of resonate with that is that, you know what, me choosing not to use my voice because that's how I was brought up is because I chose not to use my voice because I was trying to avoid negative consequences or punishments. Absolutely. So now as an adult, one is in a different place in life. Mm-hmm. One now is no longer in a space that I don't have to be so afraid about using my voice anymore. So I can thank it for the behaviors and the habits that I did before because they were purposeful. Mm-hmm. But now I don't need them anymore. Now I need to start speaking up because not speaking up is not helping me. And I'm noticing it even more as an adult, I'm not getting my needs met. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling overwhelmed and, but I'm not saying it. So now I need to start tapping into how to speak my truth. And I always suggest to people is start with someone that would be easier for you to start talking with. Start there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, because most likely it's going to be a more positive experience. You're going to feel heard. You're going to feel validated. And then you're just starting those experiences of practice. Because again, it's all, it is all practice. Mm -hmm. You know, it is truly marathon with every, with transformation. So, um, No, no sprint, no sprints here. It took so long for us to develop this. It's going to take a while for us to get over it and to uh, meld back into the person we want to be. And and it's a daily practice, but it can be fun. Yes. And you see that it's worth all the effort. You see that it's worth all the effort and that you are worth it. Yes. Which is great. So to help just balance that throat chakra is I I'm highlighting two things. One is to sing, you know, again, getting your voice out, making your voice heard, whether it's in the shower or in the car or wherever it is, is to sing and then to speak your truth with love, speak your truth with intention, with meaning in a loving way. That is how you can start to begin to, re- to break up blockages and start removing things of the throat chakra. And that color again is blue. So wearing turquoise, wearing turquoise jewelry is a great option because it's right at your throat. 
Our sixth chakra is the third eye or brow chakra, and it is between our eyebrows. And it literally translates into to perceive. And it's almost the, uh, a center of wisdom and almost of knowing. And it is that energy system of our purpose, our ability to grow and our desire to constantly change and learn. And I'm just, you know, curious for your audience, how often their intuition has spoke to them and they did not listen because I know I've had so many times in my life where my intuition has spoken and I've not listened. And I just want to give an example of one that was really strong. So several years ago, I just gotten a new car, like in that month. And I was going to a certain restaurant and literally in my head, I hear, do not park in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, don't park in the parking lot. I hear. And I'm like, well, and, and of course me, I, I just happened to look and I'm like, well, there's hardly any cars here. It shouldn't be a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, totally go against my intuition, park in the parking lot. I'm having lunch. And I hear over the intercom, my license plate number, <gasps> somebody hit my car, <laughs> my brand oh. new car. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I should have listened. Mm -hmm. Like it was so strong and it was so clear and I didn't listen. So it caused me headache now to deal with insurance companies and all that stuff. But how many times do, does our intuition speak and we don't listen? Mm -hmm. There's a knowing that's bigger than our, you know, you know, how we analyze it all. Mm -hmm. And to, uh, for, I feel like, you know, so many times our intuition is so subtle and it's a whisper. Mm -hmm. So you have to be in relationship with your intuition, with your inner yeah. being yep. to even hear, yes. you know, to be aware. Oh, that's my intuition. Yes. That's not just, you know, some random thought that just went through your head. Absolutely. You know, it wasn't like a, a fear that you had. Oh my gosh, I can't park in this parking lot. It no. wasn't that. It was a clear knowing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but a knowing that I did not know about, yes. like, I did not know yes, like yes. that would happen, but something else knew. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. And definitely, you know, the third eye, the balanced third eye is about being able to demonstrate visualization and, you know, being able to have this perception. Mm -hmm. And one is very creative and imaginative. And one trusts their own intuition when they are balanced with their third eye or brow chakra. So this color is an indigo. And a tip to balance the third eye or brow chakra is daily meditation and grounding. Like you literally just constantly have to go within every day. When you go within, then you're able to tap into more of what is, what does the messaging sound like for you? It's, it's different for everybody. Absolutely. Is it visualizations? Is it auditory? Um, is it a feeling? 
Do I get like a certain wave feeling in my body? Like what it's different for everybody. So it's having to be more in tune of what does your intuition and your energy look and feel like? Yes, because uh, and the thing is for me, I receive all different types of intuition. I mean, sometimes I might see an animal spirit or in my meditation or even out, you know, it's not that, oh, that particular animal is, is not normally there. It's just, I seem to be drawn to it at that moment. Mm-hmm. So when I go back and study what that message is, the spiritual message is for it, it's like, it couldn't be more perfect. It makes for sense. what I'm dealing with or an Oracle card or just my inner being speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I receive different ways of, of messages. So, you know, I'm getting more and more attuned to, oh, that's another message. Even mm-hmm. though it's different from last time, that's okay. Right. Because our, into, you know, our, our inner being is who we are. Our intuition is the communication. And I want to share with meditation because sometimes people feel very overwhelmed when we talk about meditation as meditation does not mean just sitting in a chair and just closing our eyes and just trying to be in tune and tune everything out as we're flooded with thoughts and everything. And some people just get really frustrated and go, forget it. I can't do it. Well, everybody can meditate because meditation comes in many forms. So yoga is a form of meditation. When you are on that mat and you are in a pose and you are focusing on your breathing and just being inward with yourself and being in tune with your body, that is meditative. When you are walking or jogging and you hear those footsteps hit the ground at a, at a pace, that becomes meditative. When you're painting or drawing or coloring and you're just going through the motion and it's so calming that is meditative. When you're sitting outside in the sun or you're at the beach or you are, you know, watching, I don't know, seeing icicles and like when the sun hits it and it becomes this rainbow Mm -hmm. kaleidoscope, Mm -hmm. like anything like that is meditation. Yes. So meditation can be many forms and it doesn't have to be overwhelming to someone and it doesn't have to be something that someone feels that they cannot do. And even being in a state of appreciation, Mm -hmm. that is a form of meditation. Um, Even for myself, it's when when my, when I am quieting, quieting my mind Mm -hmm. though still, um, because there, you know, I live, I live out rural Texas. So um, we have a long way to drive to anything. Mm when we need groceries or whatever we're doing. So we have a lot of country driving and that yep. is actually very meditative. Absolutely. I'm not fighting traffic. I'm not, you know, I'm watching the cows go by and the fields <laughs> go by, you know, a field of goats or the corn growing or, you know, so it's very meditative because yes. I'm always in such a state of appreciation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yes, 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 yes. And that creates just a state of inner peace. Yeah, absolutely. And this calmness. Yes. And when you have that inner peace and calmness, you're absolutely able to tap more into your intuition. Oh, yes. Because I've gotten downloads while I'm driving. 
Yes. You know, I mean, there's been messages that I've received from my spirit guides while mm-hmm. I'm driving for heaven's sakes, but mm-hmm. it's because I was already in that receiving mode of appreciation. I was already yeah. in that calm, peaceful place. Yeah. And most people, believe it or not, get their messages in the bathroom Oh, absolutely. because that's like the one place that in their day is actually by themselves, mm-hmm. like kind of just a little bit more focused, a little bit more calm. So many people get messages in the shower, mm-hmm. in the bathroom, getting ready for the day because it's like that alone time. Yes. And the energy of water when you're in the mm-hmm. shower or in a bath, yep. you know, water is such a conductor of energy that we yep. need that. That's again, why hydration is so important for us. Right. Because we're energy, we need the circulation of the moisture of the water in our bodies mm-hmm. to keep everything flowing properly, all that energy flowing properly. Right. Water is also very cleansing and healing. Oh, absolutely. 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 Then our seventh chakra is the crown chakra. That is located at the top of our head and represents oneness truth, spirituality. Someone is highly spiritual when they're tapped into the crown chakra. And it's about self-realization and the connection to the world around us. And it focuses on seeking wisdom and joy and understanding. And it radiates an energy dedicated to peace and faith and trust and gratitude for our lives. So it's really the acknowledgement of us and everyone else in the world around us. A balanced crown chakra is someone who is open-minded, spiritually connected and aware. They are alert and they're able to process information easily and clearly. That's a great... um, you know, great attributes that someone can be feeling connected within themselves, but also connected with everyone else. Yes. And sometimes, especially when people are very highly in tune, um, they can become very tired and exhausted being connected with everybody else's energy. Yes. So it's always important, again, that hydration that meditation and grounding, you know, to make sure we're healing and cleansing ourselves and in our own energy. And again, the, the way to balance the chakra is again, meditation and prayer, things that connect us to our highest self of the light. And that color is white their white crystal do they also use the purple like Mm -hmm. you know like an amethyst or yep because i use both i use the amethyst or a a clear quartz crystal or yep and also a beautiful way to um also help just to be in that space is shavasana which is your corpse pose just your lying down pose in yoga 
Mm-hmm. You know, like at the end of that yoga session, when you're just lying there and you're like, oh, and this inner peace and the music's playing like that is actually activating your crown chakra. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So how can people work with you? What do you have going on that we can tell our audience about? Oh, sure. I am currently working with people on um, working on chakras through a live online group course. Mm -hmm. And I'm also offering a already self-recorded self-guided chakra course. Wow. Yes. So with both of them, Um, Certainly with the live group course, we are doing the activities together for every chakra. Mm -hmm. And with the self-guided one is doing it on their own, but I am presenting with the downloadable, you know, printouts for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm also doing a separate video to show the toning, a guided meditation that I create for each chakra and a yoga pose that is beneficial to help balance and activate each chakra. So, and in the live group, we do all that together. We're on the floor with our yoga mat. We're standing up doing yoga. Like I'm moving my computer to the floor and I'm back to the table and you know, whatever position we're doing, that's where we are. So it's fun. It's engageable. They're learning a lot, but they're going inward. You know, my, my exercises for every chakra are, um, a lot are written exercises. And then we talk about them. I give homework. I have them work on things. We then, uh, that, that might be the first thing we do when we come back together for our next session. So it's eight weeks session. Um, and I will have those available on an empoweredlife.net in my store. And I also have just a PDF of the information that I just shared today. The PDF is on my website and it's called live a healthier life with balanced chakras. Oh, perfect. And that's available also on my, um, an empoweredlife.net website. So somebody could use that almost like for notes from the podcast then. Correct. You went over pretty much all of that. Perfect, yes. perfect, perfect. Yes. Well, I love that you've offered these things to our audience and um, you can yeah. find all these things on Dina's website and empoweredlife.net. Yes. So do you have any closing words of wisdom you'd like to leave with us, Dina? Well, I think probably one thing that's probably has translated through this, but I always think is important to kind of know is how our chakras are interconnected. Mm-hmm. And how things in one chakra can affect another. Absolutely. And how it's so important that we just do a little bit of work, especially on ones that we feel we need more support and we need to have a little bit more balance. And that work can be fun. Yeah. And to know that that work is to benefit you in living that happier, healthier, more, more successful life. Because it does happen. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we're all energy. So if we mm-hmm. have these chakra, these these points of subtle energy balanced yes. in our body, we're going to feel the imbalance. Mm-hmm. We're going to notice it. 
So right. yes, be mindful and um, and listen to your body. Yes. Our body has so yes. much wisdom. Yes, mm -hmm. that it is always telling us things all the time. Absolutely. And it really is about starting to get in tune with our body and listening to our body, and then, you know, um, acting accordingly. Yes. Yes. Listening. <laughs> yeah. We're not very good listeners and we have to practice that. So we're yes. listening with the intent to understand the, the intent to, to follow through and to grow in that manner. So I love that. Thank you, Dina, for joining Thank us you. today. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. This was so, such good wisdom, such good nuggets of gold. So thank you everyone for joining our broadcast and thank you for listening. And um, you're always invited to visit our website, maryannpack.com for all of our services. And if you would like to donate to provide this service to expand the service that we can bring more joy and more transformation into others' lives. That would be greatly appreciated. And be sure that as you listen, that you like and comment and be sure to subscribe. This just helps further our work in the world. And so I greatly appreciate you joining us today. And remember, you are joy looking for a way to express.